0: Okay, gents, it's time to preview Blue Spec Stakes Day. Uh, So we're recording. It's a bit later today, so it's Mm. 12.30 on Thursday, August 20. We have Pinjarra racing this afternoon. Uh, Carnarvon on Friday. Terry, get involved. Yeah, I love the dirt, you know, mate. Love me dirt. (laughs) (laughs) Nine events coming at us uh, at Belmont on Saturday. And we're finishing up with Tats Cup with a Tats Cup card Kalgoorlie on Sunday so things are starting to really sort of heat up in the gold fields so you're down to the you're across I should say
1: not down across to the gold fields for the uh, for the round as well oh, I will be I yeah. was just informed a couple of days ago that I'll be heading up and I'm very very excited I've actually never been to Kalgoorlie and I forgot to tell Luke Fernie that yesterday at the races so yeah. I'll need Luke to take me
0: under his wing, I think. Yeah, no, we're all heading up
2: as well, so I, uh, I guess so we'll... That, uh, is
0: that an advisable thing to do? No, do you it's it not. It's, it's, it's not. Luke,
2: Luke rang me, yesterday. So I reckon if you're under Luke's wing, it'll be a fairly big week for you. So you might be a bit bleary-eyed on the uh, on the box, I think. So, so you're going I'd, up um, there
0: uh, to, do, to work for Tab Radio? I am, so yeah. I'm I doing thought you might my, be going up there to strap or to take care of... Um, no, don't. No,
1: no, no horses going up there from our stable at okay. this stage anyway. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I'll be doing mounting yard previews for TRB Radio, as I usually do here on a Wednesday or Saturday. But, obviously, up there will be on Hannon's Day and then Cup Day.
0: Well, it looks like Terry's recruiting a very strong team to Tell take on was. the Goldfields, eh? Hey? Well,
2: we're going to The Goldfields s- got me last year. and I usually don't have a bad little... Uh, Carnival. I saw uh, someone chucked up as a Boyne's winners, a 12 eleven, twelve-year-old a few years ago. That was that was like, a... That's still my favourite ever win. I've gone to the last five years. Actually, I'm going as uh, the reigning uh, Calcutta champion from the um, yes. from the Haddon. So I need to go um, back to back. It's a shame that Karikar is
0: not going up. Actually, I think yeah, Zubei Boyne was a mastermind question recently. As well, been, yeah. yeah, had
2: his last. I remember he came to town, had his last race the week before he turned thirteen. 13 Did you stopped yeah. racing when you turned thirteen? Yes, is that the right. Yes, yeah. and um, he went brilliantly that day. Ran fourth or fifth. At Whatever price, so
0: should have let him keep going. He's or probably he'd probably
2: he'd probably still be going at eighteen
0: now. Um, all right, so many thanks to our friends at the mundaring Hotel and Market City Meets. Actually, go Terry. We did have some. Uh, we were fortunate enough. Wait, to did I
2: miss that question with Lockie as well? I did. What's that? Asking if he liked the pineapple on his steak sandwich?
0: <laughs> oh, jeez, that no, was actually on my list. So, I've just so skipped Nine that. with Terry. Oh my god, it was. Yeah. Oh, nine. we can't go back. And I can't
1: answer it now. So. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, just quietly, he was <laughs> raving about it pre uh, pre
1: podcast. So, how was your steak sandwich from Market City Meats? Oh, I loved it. Yeah. So, thank you to Market City Meats and thank you to Terry.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, it was it was an elite piece of beef, wasn't it? Absolutely yeah, outstanding. Was. So, thanks to the Mundaring Hotel and Market City Meats. They sponsor our. W Racing Mastermind and Get Out Stakes competitions respectively, stay tuned for more information on how to enter these competitions throughout the preview. So my pre-markets analysis, the leg up, that was released 7 a.m. this morning on bestbets.com.au can also be viewed on the Ozrace website, while of course, Terry and Daniel, uh, Daniel Cripps, combined forces for the Wild West video preview, which is available on the Betfair hub, betfair.com.au on Friday mornings, also, Terry, what's all this Betfair State of Origin business all about? It's all over Twitter. It's trending. It's all over, it? It's everywhere. We're declaring can, ourselves. Can, can as you well? tell the listeners more about the Betfair State of Origin competition, Betfair Origin?
2: I okay, can. So it's run over the next ten weeks. Uh, we get uh, ten units per week to bet wherever we want. We'll obviously be sticking to uh, to the WA stuff. You have to use two of those. Uh, units as lay bets. So we we laid Euro trip yesterday. Who at the time was four bucks. Ended up, ended up trading at thirteen. And you get yeah, the, the good SP, result. You for get the, boys. the SP, and it has lost by a lip, an absolute lip at thirteen to one So we got given 0.14 units for that one, which was huge for the lads. But um, now there's uh, the five teams from across Australia. Some fairly likely lads. Some. Some reasonable punters I involved reckon. in there. Gee, there's, some, um, there's some
0: big names there.
2: But- nah, we're uh, we're keeping the powder dry again today, um, but I reckon you might see uh, you might see a little lash at Kalgoorlie Sunday. I just I don't think it'd be anything better than knocking off everybody in the East at eight o'clock PM <laughs> uh, Eastern Standard Time in the last at Kalgoorlie with Keshaw Duran just coming down the outside and going wallop. So yeah, we'll wait and see. But no, very much uh, very excited about uh, the next ten weeks of that competition, and we'll, we'll keep updating everyone.
0: Cool. Yeah. If you want to check out the goings on, go to the Betfair Hub, as I said, Betfair.com.au or follow Terry and Daniel on uh, their Twitter profiles. It's uh it's all there. Um and yeah, it be interesting to see what the boys come up with this weekend. So how much do you have to bet each week, Terry? Sorry? Ten units. Ten units. But yeah. eight of
2: them are bet units, or we have A- at least two of- have to be lay units. So. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so the other eight. So we only get eight units to bet over the well, with Carnarvon this week, there's five. Um, meetings so we, we held fire yesterday which was lucky because
1: will there be some arguments
2: uh, well there's been we're, we're trying to have our. we usually agree on one or two well while we actually usually agree on quite a lot but we we usually agree heavily on one or two a week we've had a quick discussion about Saturday's card and uh, and yesterday and today and we haven't really agreed on many that we really like together so unless something turns up Cal so it's might shambles just, early it is yeah it's a shambles yes yeah that's, that's <laughs> the best way I could have summarized it very well it, it's a shambles early yes
0: and I suppose because there's two you. There's not that one person for the deciding vote as well, so it'll be interesting to see how the boys go uh, this weekend, and uh, and I think that runs all the way through to when Cox, Cox Plate Day. Cox Plate Day, okay, so cool. All right, we'll be giving our listeners regular updates on that moving forward. Uh, of course, Terry, would you like to tell everyone where they can find the one-one? Uh, also, The One One is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify,
2: Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and all other major podcasting platforms. Please subscribe, rate, and review. BJ.
0: Very good, Terry. Thank you very much. Preview time. Let's get cracking. Blue Spec Stakes Day, Belmont Park on Saturday August twenty-two. The rail is in the twelve-meter position. We're expecting a fine day on Saturday, mm. but there was a lot of rain around. Thirty mil Belmont has fallen on Belmont over the last seven days. None in the last twenty-four hours. So, it's a soft five at the moment. A bit of drying weather today, tomorrow, and probably leading up to Sad Day. I'm. I'm Assuming it'll still be slightly affected because. Um,
2: yeah, I'm interested to hear Lockie's thoughts actually in regards to just just I know we can call the track a, a softer, heavier, whatever, a good doesn't matter. What, what what do you think the track? Cool. What type of condition do you think the track's in at the moment? Tired. Tired. Yeah. I think Tired. That's, that's exactly. Tired
1: right. is the one word yep. I would use to describe that Tremendous track. Tremendous adjective, by the way, Lockie. I'm really <laughs> happy with that. That's, <laughs> Thank that's, you. that's actually bang on, Oregon. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, just. It's difficult to predict pre-meeting how the track's going to play. I think of late it's played relatively fair, but you can still tell it's tired. Even when the tracks are good four, they're running soft five, soft six yeah. times. And yeah, I think tired's the one the one way to describe
0: well, it. Well yesterday the the Vince Accardi figures came through. I think the best performance of the day was like minus ten overall, mm. minus ten lengths mm. below benchmark. So Jeez. it was, it was. I mean, the, the quality of horses obviously wasn't wasn't there, but still they were running more like six, seven times sort of thing.
2: It's a very confusing track at the moment. What is your uh, opinion on the 150 metre mark as well? I saw uh, Jack Mm. Young chuck something on Twitter this morning. That was a really good point he made. Mm. Um, It just seems to be getting glossed over by everyone. But have you got any feedback that it's – Sort of unsafe, or is there any major concerns? Or because the horses continually are misstriding at the one fifty, I don't know how much you've seen about that or know about that. It may not have affected your yard as yet, but it's um, sort of at every third race you're finding that in the stewards' reports there's a um, yeah horse mistrode at the one fifty, put him off balance. I mean, the, the probably the biggest, um, the most notable was Essential Spice. In was Essential Spice, BJ? Uh, no, no Angel- Angelic Angelic Ruler. Yeah, sorry, sorry yeah. late Angelic Ruler um, in the. Um, uh, Belmont race, sprint over mm-hmm. the 1400 um, and I mean oh, I think Angelic ruler was going straight past in that day and, and that was probably the most notable one for me but uh, has that been something that, um, that you've come across
1: oh it's been a massive talking talking mm-hmm. point amongst industry participants at the races away from the races for sure I think Chris Nation and his team are doing everything they can at the moment but in the end I've spoke to Chris a couple times about it and I think in the end what is going to be key in fixing it moving forward is a full renovation at the end of the season. So Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I truly don't think we're going to see horses not dip at the 150-meter mark until we get back to Ascot, obviously, and Chris and his team can do a full revamp at Belmont and for now it's just something we have to deal with. The jockeys don't think it's dangerous at this stage, so obviously we still race on it. Um, but, yeah, there's not much we can really do about it, for it now.
0: It feels like it's more prevalent as the rail moves out further as well. Don't, don't you reckon? I reckon okay. when yeah. the rail's inside, so it doesn't seem to have that much speaking of an impact. To Chris, it's like 10, 12, 15, it starts to sort of – The
2: ladies of London did a barely yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. What well, well, was I yesterday? Last,
0: where were we?
1: Seven, eight? Eight? Yeah. yeah, I could be wrong, but I think Chris said something about it. there's a certain position that it's at its worst Yeah, and then there's particular positions where it's pretty much non-existent. And if you went back and followed – rail positions and the regularity of when it actually happens, you'd realise, but um, obviously he does realise being the track manager, but, yeah, it's something that they need to definitely fix before next season.
2: Yeah, so with the rail at 12 metres tomorrow, we can look forward to all of our best bets, uh, having a bit of a jump (laughs) at the
1: 150 and uh, and going down by a
2: short lip. But the 12 metre position tomorrow is interesting. Um, My uh, data has the last three meetings at twelve meters, which obviously goes back sort of three and a half months type thing, especially the last two though, which were a bit more recent, as being heavy um, rails in run. So, what I found is whenever I allow for that, it uh, it goes the exact opposite. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna completely allow for that, but it's pretty that that's sort of three meetings um, where it's been really obvious data that the rail has played better. Um, than anywhere else. So I think we've got to keep that in mind when uh, potentially getting involved with anything that's going to settle reeds. um, make sure you're getting the right price for it early, I guess.
0: Yeah, especially with no rain sort of forecast mm. um, yep. for the next few days and it's actually quite beautiful. Uh, Perth. We might get a We're a shower in the other. Really? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, we're going to we have go, uh, to talk to Crippers, 70% Crippers, chance, Crippers data. Yeah, I know. We're going to have to get
2: the, the good oil through. Yeah. yeah. Get the... Uh, Get that finger up in the air and uh, yeah,
0: just, just see what's coming through. Get involved. <laughs> Let's do it, race one. Uh, is the go racing for free before the footy maiden? Uh, 1200 meters maiden, gee whiz. Um, 1151 AM bounce down. Uh, pretty sort of flat start to blue spec stakes day. We should just record like the same opening every <laughs> single week. <laughs> Yeah, I think the listenership know that um, we're not huge fans of maidens on Saturdays, but um, our guest Lockie Taylor. Let's just throw him under the bus and get him to tackle the yeah. maiden first up. Yeah, let him do it. <laughs> Believe <laughs> it or not, I'm going to go watch the first of Pinjaro. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, I
1: I don't think I've played one of these maidens on a Saturday for a very very long time. But yeah. I'm actually no, I wouldn't say keen, but. Yeah. No, I will say keen, actually. I'm keen on enduring moment. I thought its first up run was mm. massive, off the track, second up run, very similar. Foxhood form is slightly questionable, and I can say that because he's from our own stable. <laughs> but just the way this gallop has gone about it and its two, uh, well, four career starts to date, but in particular, its two starts, this preparation, it's just been a, a real, two real flashing red light runs, and I've just been waiting for... Him to draw a barrier and finally he does have a slight query on where the favourite fiery water gets to. What were your what were your impressions in regards to him? Yeah, well, I waters, water yeah, I think leader. Fiery Water yeah, oh, I think Fiery waters.
2: did you have outside the leader? I'm with lucky I think Fiery Water is going to get planted here. I think Fiery Water is the best horse in this race, but I think Enduring Moment is the horse that's going to get the map. Oh, I agree. <laughs> um, enduring Moment was back first up, I think it's, it's. I'm a big where there's smoke, there's fire person, um, and I reckon that first up, um, when Enduring Moment was, I don't know, it was, it was something like 10 bucks into about five bucks, so that date the trip was really brave behind, so Sway, I think it was that day. Yep. Um, really big run. Then last time, the money wasn't there as strongly. But, again, sat deep and um, it, it's pretty hard to win a race sitting deep at the best of times. So um, Enduring moment should park up right behind Miss Brighton and um, and Fair America. Uh, I'm guessing your map has Miss Brighton crossing Fair America, BJ, which yep. then gets fiery water to the breeze. Yeah. Fiery Water gets to the breeze. I think it could be it could be race over because it's it's um, debut. where it ran third. That was on a cold rail, a very 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 bad cold rail. So it makes it It was run.
0: pike on a leader that day too. It was pike on a leader yeah. and
2: it trailed better than Irritable Rodney um, at its at its performance before that. So worried about where it gets. I've marked him two seventy. No, what have I marked him? Three bucks. Fiery Water three fifty. Enduring moment. I'm uh, I'm staying out. The only thing I'll say is. From those that don't mind looking for something unique in a race, <laughs> Peter Fernie could have had permission in yes. on Sunday over thirteen hundred meters. I don't know. And Just see Peter, yeah, hey, and he's come down to Perth, and, and he's so come down like to like Perth. I don't M- know. I don't know why on board. Mitch and paper with fifty six he was riding. Mitch is riding something else at fifty six later in the day. I'm sure he hasn't got down to ride permission here. <laughs> um, But that's an interesting run. I have no idea how to price that. I have no idea where to put it. So. Um, just an interesting runner to watch but I think the market's pretty bang on at the minute
0: yeah I think it's two horse race I, I lent towards fiery water I think Jade will be Jade McNaught will be positive as Terry said we will come across with the light leader Miss Brighton who's sort of drawn sort of directly one or two gates inside fiery water, fiery water can get to the breeze I think that um, uh, he can get it done first up from a spell Adam Durant uh, training enduring uh, moment I can as um, met with some support locally um, since markets were released and they're going to jostle for favoritism and yeah I think it's a pretty much a two horse race so but I'm leaning fiery water
2: yep it's hard to dive in at the 270 isn't it from yep. barrier 8 sort of, I was $3 sticky. Yeah, I was $3 dollars I, yeah, yeah. I was yeah I was $4 enduring during moment have so. a look at what the, the
0: market does later like to- okay race 2 is the Tab Touch West Speed Platinum Handicap over 1400 metres yeah, this doesn't really get the blood pumping either, Guru, does it? Um, for it's me. A little bit of blood? Yeah. Not not a huge amount of blood. Like I'm Price not dependent blood pump? Uh, well, they're all price dependent blood pumps. Should well, we stop
2: using that analogy now, Reagan? <laughs> I think we've gone far enough. Yeah.
0: I just think that, uh, well, yeah, I suppose. For me, from a tipping point of view, I think this looks like a really nice option for playing Marika, um, but uh, she is a mare who can. can let you down mm. when you uh, when you really don't really want her to. I suppose. So.
2: Yeah, she's how um yeah how big a how big a sprint does playing Marika have? I mean. Two starts ago uh, against, had the back of Belmoy Pega, who don't get me wrong, that's that's a very good form line. But Belmoy Pega did the work. Noski was on the back with playing Marika. And, gee, she gets off the back, she gives 100 metres, and she just has enough. She gives up on the sprint. I mean, we've seen her hit the front. Remember last campaign, sorry, hit the front, it was <laughs> completely all completely <yeah>, stopped. Just <laughs> completely stopped. So and then last uh, CJP's found the one one behind Captivated Point. Just gave it the gun too. Yeah, uh, he just oh my god. I don't know. Look when it you, when I first did this race on paper, I just saw Play Marika's a dollar eighty yep. probably type thing. But I've ended up getting Play Marica just shy of three dollars. Um, Three, three dollars with my. Uh,
0: Very good, Terry. With my, yeah, <laughs>
2: uh, I'm not copying that anymore. Uh, with my market, but the, what I found, guys, really interesting here was the map. So, comfort me, handed up last start to Simonelli, and um, that was an announcement that came through. Um, Why though? Well, oh, obviously they were up in trip, wanted to try something different. You have to remember it was on a cold rail the previous start and E. Always and uh, Advocator, who beat at home that day, have both made that form look pretty good. But um, I am interested here if they – surely they just try and lead this, don't they? You have to. Because if they don't, they're going to get crossed by Schimmel. And I don't reckon that's the horse or heroic words potentially. You don't want to get crossed by
0: either of those is a or heroic
2: yeah. words. So I reckon that um I reckon we'll have Comfort Me out on top. We'll have Shimmel to the Breeze. We will have Playing Marika in the one-one, and we will have Stellaran on the back of Comfort Me. Schimmel will be the first horse beaten and that will mean that playing Marika, a horse who we just said has a tiny little sprint, will have to be off and going to 300 to go potentially because Schimmel's not going to give it a toe into the race. So looking at that, this is a really, I've really you analyzed have. this map deeply. Yeah. Schimmel's gone. Stellaran Ann gets off the back of Comfort Me. Comfort Me isn't that good a horse. I think Stellaran Ann will not be popular in this market with the low weight. I think it's a Jade McNaught type of horse. I'm happy with the um, that booking as well. I reckon um, from a map point of view, this is really going to play into the hands of Stella Ann, and I'm surprising myself by saying Stella Ann as One of my best of the day. <laughs> I'm, I not, think as I'm well. not surprised at all. And I, I, reckon actually... we, and I reckon we're going to get a little bit of a, a price, about 11 to one at the moment, 11 bucks at the moment. I reckon we might see more even.
0: I actually thought that that's exactly where you would go. You would go. I think she was yeah. your Maddie a couple of starts ago. She and, was. And if this was at a
2: mile, I would be. Um, yeah, I'd be. I'd be carrying on uh, like a pork chop. But uh, 1400 is probably a little bit below her peak distance. Yeah. But um, yeah, this is pretty pretty weak. Bedouin Bell hops up to the 1400 with Maddie on. It's going to be last or wide. It's going to be a pretty difficult steer. I'd suggest and um, Deception Game can win. It's going well enough, but dearie mate, they're going to be out the back door.
0: So what have you, what have you done? Ah,
2: sorry, still around here. Still around each
1: way all day.
0: Lucky. Oh, I
1: found this a tough one. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) It just screams of a race where just about every single horse is on their mark. You go through it, deception game, to me seems like he's on his mark. He's a little bit hard to catch. Hasn't won in 402 days. Bedouin Bell, hard to catch. Play Marika has had plenty of opportunities. She seems like she's on her mark. Comfort Me, maybe, a yeah. slightly progressive horse. So that was the one I was keen to be with in a race I'm not keen to play in. But am I willing to take 310, which is what he is currently when I really don't know whether they are intent on finding the front? Probably not. If I knew 100% for sure that Comfort Me was going to find the front, I'd be willing to play him at 4 or $5, but not at $3. Um, so that's the way that I, affects
2: I Ranser, if they don't go to the front with comfort me Stellaran ends up three back the fence and I don't want to send on
1: three.
0: It, surely you know, it's so negligent so. on their behalf if they don't lead on comfort just gotta me just got to do
2: a quick little map and look okay if, we don't lead. If, if we're going
1: to get a great horse in front of us tying right. us maybe hand up fair enough but you're going to get shimmel and he, he just profiles like the type of horse that has tactical speed but it's just that fraction one pace yeah. so I think he will actually love the step up to 1400 metres mm-hmm. but he's not a sit and sprint horse and I thought he was unsuited by the sit-and-sprint style of last start. So if they roll to the top and Craig lets him roll from the 500-meter mark, he can really run a race.
0: But Make them make them get past him. That's, yeah. That's exactly that's right. the, and like, it's like that maiden last Sunday was like Fire Goddess and Trade For Express. Just see the numbers they did there. They went neg <laughs> 3,000
2: lengths <laughs> so to the six or something. I, mean, on I, the said on the, I
0: said on the show, I said, Jason Wadding has to lead on Trade For Express. Just lead. And Sean McGrath's bounced out, Fire Goddess, he got to the top and it was – I can see a, right. I can see a similar sort of situation here mm-hmm. where the leader just and nothing is good enough to run it down. Mark I
2: mean? wise at the moment though, like I, I agree hundred percent, but I think you're gonna end up like at the moment you're about getting the same place price for Stellar Energy as you are getting for the wind, comfort me. So look, from an each way point of view, I think that makes more sense. But I think they went up five five bucks or so this morning, comfort me, which, which
1: was above. Is that above. is that intent that they might roll forward?
2: Oh. Uh, no, I don't, yeah, no. I think that's uh, yeah. Well, I, I would be amazed. I'd be absolutely amazed if they don't roll forty. I mean, they levelled up to Simonelli last night yeah, as well yeah. at the two hundred, and from there you would have thought this is uh, this is all over. But that wasn't the strongest race. But in saying that, Simonelli was coming from a pretty. Um, a pretty good form reference the race before. Was well, three wide Huge expressionist. Yeah, 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 So, yeah, no. I, um, interesting race, but oh, from a map point of view, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you guys in regards to the fact. I think comfort me. We'll, we'll lead and stellar
0: around behind him and we'll.
2: They could dominate the race, especially if we see that hot rail, BJ.
0: Mm, hot rail. Mm. Pete McCormick would love to hear that. <laughs> he Playing, I tip to play Marika. I'm not keen on this race at all. I tip play Marika and comfort me. I think they uh, play Marika to beat comfort me. They should fight it out for mine. However, just having a quick look at, and listen to what you guys had to say. This is a, this could be anything. Like it just feels like a Neville Parnum setup. No, you know, like this. Surely not. I know, surely not. But this is the sort of race that he somehow manages to get these ordinary horses to bub up and pinch a. They win a race of prep or something like that at a price, mm. and then it's just you know, it's just he's got a gift at a knack at doing that with really average horses just finding a race and they just just bob up but yeah this is a pretty pretty low old race so um yeah i'll be staying out okay
2: all right race three the all flags signs and banners handicap i'm glad they're getting a regular gig uh, over the 2000 meters locky
1: tell us about uh, black shadow come back really well probably has come back a superior horse to last preparation you go back to his trial in June, I think he matched sprints with Market Ruler, which is just horses that have their best distance over 2000 meters plus. Um, Horses just shouldn't be able to do that. His first up run was very good. Second up run wasn't bad. And then last start, he looked home at the 200 or 300 meter mark. And I was counting my money and then he just peaked on his run. And that's probably our fault from a training perspective more than anything because we knew how well he was going All of our intent was to try keep him fresh for the 1,400-meter events and then the 1,600-meter events in the hope that he might be able to run a race. And obviously, it ended up being a hot times race. Fuhrer really rolled them along and was a tough win. But he was just found wanting late. We've really stepped the work up to him in the last couple of weeks. So he might still be a half run away. but I still think he's forward enough to win. But I think Montalena's last start win was massive and I think she'll be very hard to beat. Yeah, no, it's
2: it's really hard to go past um, Montalina. I mean, I, I'm I'm someone that likes to take on horses first look at the trip, but this doesn't really feel like the first look at the trip. Uh, Montalina was second up at 1800, uh late last year after being first up in a in W. Guinness, yes. Yeah, that,
1: that's exactly what I wrote down. Yeah, so I, I and, think
2: she has the staying ability, and she was probably a good thing being the 1800 metres that day as well. So, look, I think she'll probably end up last, even though she's drawn five, and I don't think that's a major issue because you've got a you got some questionable. Sp- speed. Like you see horses like Frosty Heart and Contentional in the race and they're obviously Do you think they're depth. going to go forward on those, those two? Frosty Heart definitely goes forward. Contentional I think probably probably prob- more likely than not goes forward. Why else are you in the race? Like what are you trying to do here? So you don't lose points either. Like you can't say we're in it to lose points because you're racing out of your depth, uh, out of your grades. You actually, you shouldn't be losing points. So um, with Noir and, and Strikeforce who I think will probably sit with that speed coming across but it's, it's poor speed. They should bunch up um, and look... Darren McAuliffe knows when they're going to get a journey and I reckon
1: she gets the journey. I reckon she trades $1.60 and I reckon she just goes straight past him. I agree. From a map perspective, if Montalina is within a pair or two pairs of Black Shadow, I think that she outsprints him. Yep. Would you agree? So yeah. that's the way I viewed this race. I thought they were the two progressive horses or the two progressive stayers anyway yep. in the race. Black Shadow, he has tactical speed, he travels well and – has a reasonable turn of foot over two thousand meters, but I just feel Montalena's is going to be too strong late. So that's the way I went. I'm not willing to play at the price. If Black Shadow gets what's out, the, uh, what's the
2: current price there, B.J.? Have we got dollar
1: seventy. Uh
0: dollar uh, seventy-five best available. Black Shadow best available five fifty.
1: Yeah, oh. so I wouldn't be willing to play Montalena on trial at the trip. But if Black Shadow got out to seven dollars, that might interest me.
0: What did you think? Yeah, I, I, I've tipped in my leg up, I've tipped Montalina to beat Black Shadow, but I was really taken with the run of Gonna Go last start.
2: Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say Juicing Carrots. We have oh, to. Oh, yeah, Juicing Carrots yeah. needs a little uh, little plug at some stage. I mean, yeah. you're talking Black Shadow had the back of Juicing Carrots last start. Juicing Carrots are sat three deep the trip on a, on a race, they've gone plus seven to the turn. And. Um, Black Shadow is currently five dollars fifty. and Juicing Carrots is fifteen dollars. How? It seems.
0: How did he? How did like he keep oh, going? Like, it's incredible. Yeah, that was my idea. big
1: query on Juicing Carrots. I thought it was a massive, massive run. But flash in the pan, maybe? Can a horse like him run two blinders like that in a row? Yeah. I think I think look at, form suggests probably not. Yeah,
2: exactly right. One thing I'd look at is the first time Kira's ridden it. Some yeah. horses go for certain jockeys. Mm-hmm. Perhaps uh perhaps he really got along with um
0: with Kira but uh, yeah he did because he was entitled to run last and he's I, so, and he's yeah. kicked back and beaten Prince Turbo home who came out and well last Saturday. So. I've got this
2: market really upside down, I think, because I've got um I've got Montalina a dollar Easily could have had Montalina shorter, and I expect there just to be just obvious money that comes, it'll start below what I've marked. Her I've marked juicing carrots at seven bucks. So mm. at the $15, that's well above my mark. And I've actually marked Gangbuster your third favourite here. $9 third favourite. Gangbuster's last two runs have been really good when nothing has gone right. Mitchell goes on for Lactar and Horse will find a few for Mitchell, um, for Mitchell Pateman and Luke. Lands very close to the one one. Think it still needs to. Shared points because it won that boulder car, picked up 20 odd points, so it picked up the 10 kilos instead of racing in 60 pluses in town. It's racing in 78 pluses, so probably needs to drop a couple more. But, um, yeah, look, look, I, I do think it's a, it's an elementary discussion past Montalina. Yeah. But, um, look, my market looks very different. What price going to go? Second, third. I'm going to go 20 to one. I don't think really? I don't know if I'm going to go or stay. <sighs> Queries on going to go staying.
0: Okay. Okay. I was, um, I thought that last run was. The blinder. Uh, for me, Montalina wins. Black Shadow hardest. Were they meet.
2: entitled to make ground though? Because that was the race they went. They went very hard out in front. Well, Lucy, I thought it was just given the nice suck. Like he, it was, it was entitled to run on like that. They were all entitled to run on like that. So I
0: think it was more the horses on speed which deserved the credit from that performance. But I don't know. His his previous northern win was really good as well. So obviously Jason Bateman's got him happy and healthy. If 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 there's going to be a horse to knock off Montalina or Black Shadow, I reckon it might be going to go. But no. Montalina should make it three in a row, really. What do you think the market does? Because Montalena. That's the thing.
2: If yeah. mapped and backed off the map, I think if you're backing, look, I, I can say this: if you think you're backing any other horse, then you should probably just wait till the day. Yeah. Because Betfair Montalena would chew up sort of 65 percent of the market. But in saying that, some of them are, are so far above my quote of the It could do anything. Yeah. Oh, I think Noir at five dollars fifty. You'll end up at eighteen to one. Justin Warwick runners will improve two yeah. weeks in a row. Mm. But I think Noir is a strong jockey. It's a, it's a Paul Harvey horse or a um, Jared Noski horse type of thing where well, yeah. you can really just sort of lift it. We'll. Whip riders, mm. of course. Um, but yes, I think it, it's taking up sort of 18% of the market at the moment. It'll end up taking up 4% of the market, I reckon. So a few of those will chunk out, but I don't know. I think if you're going to back anything else, it's just about late. wait.
0: Wait, yeah. yep. Good stuff. Uh, well, good luck with for yeah, Taylor Racing Stables with, 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 with uh, Black, Black Shadow. Well. Shadow. Um, I'm, I, I think that uh, he's... he's uh, very close to win either win on Saturday or next start. Hopefully for the team, so. genuine
2: stayer too. If yep. you look at his career, he's only had the four goes. I think four Five, goes. Five goes. I two
1: wins, one second, and a third. Is that two thousand plus?
2: Yep, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. That's I love looking at their horses' careers uh, above and below the two thousand mark. <laughs> we're a, we're a
0: bit slow to figure it all out. Well, we well. I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> like, you stay? Stay? I think I said that to you a while ago. Actually, but I also like stay. um, you guys don't have many horses that get that push on past that sort of mile journey really and
1: obviously there was a big discussion i don't know if you guys heard on radio how simon miller hadn't trained a winner over 1700 meters or more in 900 (laughs) and something days and simon and dad are best of mates and they were speaking on the phone and they were just saying that you don't go to the sales and to try buy a stayer because more often than not you go try buy a stayer they're just slow horses so that's the business model we're in. And lucky, luckily enough, Rick Hart bred
0: this horse and yeah, we've found out that he stays. Yeah, and that opens up a lot of programming opportunities as well, moving forward. So all the best, uh, race four, the Peninsula, dining room plate, three odd race, set weights and penalties over the 1000 meters. Um, Terry, any leanings strong? Mm, yeah,
2: well, one's come up well over my mark. I think I've, I, I to be honest, I didn't give this race as much time um as i did the others look i very quickly i put a line i didn't put a line through i marked a second favorite but starfield impact with lakdar on over the thousand that's a difficult ride so I'm, I'm probably happy taking that on and our boy dylan was just too too thin first up to consider dark assaults first up six months i know people will like it on its karakata run and per stakes run and as they should, but I'm am I'm always happy taking on a returning two-year-old, especially from a smaller yard. You can come out and beat me, and no so trial. be it. Um, and then the rest down the bottom. I don't think just a pinch is that crash hot. Uh, so I'd Madame Torio marked pretty pretty thin here, sort of in your mid two. Uh, mid-twos range. That's. It's not a horse I trust a, a great amount. I think it's been kept fresh on purpose. But I yeah. think they can cross and lead. And I think Sunny Silk can park up just behind them. And, and look, I think at $3.50 and 9-to-1, that's the way I am going to go this race with my main bet, Madame Tori, on and not lose on Sunny Silk, who I think goes better. Just tucking in behind them, but I'm not going to get too excited here. Is Aussie Boy in today? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so forget, I'll forget Aussie Boy for, today. Aussie
0: Boy is coming out. Yes. Okay. It's so Aussie Boy is a thirteen-dollar chance in the market today, but I reckon he'll be going close to winning on debut at Pinjo this afternoon. Um, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, I agree. I think this is a. I, I initially didn't want to land on Madame Torio. I think I have a similar view to you, Terry. I, I don't necessarily. Uh, I don't know whether it's trust or maybe, but um, but just running through the the way this race is going to pan out early, her gate speed Belmont Thousand, she's going to get conditions to suit. i I'm, I imagine it just everything pointed towards her on top top, and the market agrees. She's three. 350 best available at the moment Maritoria I think she's a pretty uncomplicated sort of horse jumps runs has won twice over the Belmont 1000 this prep already um if she and even that race where she did get beat she started favorite cold rail. cold rail, very and, cold and rail. and the form out of that race was really really quite mm-hmm. strong actually so uh, maybe the run that day might have put a few people off but on reflection it's actually might be some Uh, franking going on there so Madame Torio jumps runs leads very hard to beat Um, Starfield impact good enough to win Uh, I agree with Terry tricky steer for Lactar although he did sit three wide no cover giant leap yesterday and it won by panels Mm. so he did Rail Ramoli, couldn't couldn't find the rail with a periscope yesterday, but he was still too good. So um, yeah, for me, Madam Torrio. If there's a horse good enough to gun her down, I'm assuming it might be a horse with a bit of class like Starfield Impact. Bit of a watch on first starter Miss Lavinia from the Simon A Miller yard, $270,000 yearling. First trial went enormous over 400 meters. Has been slow away both trials this prep. Um, so, if it, but if it begins on Sad Day from Gate One, Chloe claiming one and a half. What would that take her down to? What can she ride? 50, 53. 53. Catch height, um, though. Yeah. And yeah, obviously, Miller Yard follow the market movements, Miss Lavinia. What about you, Lucky? Quite keen on Dark
1: Assault here. Um, I loved his Karakata run. I take Terry's point about smaller stable first up. But last weekend, Roy Rogers had a horse called Strathmore Rose. Very similar profile. First up, no trial. Hadn't been seen well. publicly. Very ran good, a super yeah. race in behind. The name escapes me, but it was the Hallowell yep, the Hallowell Stud horse. Yeah. So, um, well, his
2: other two-year-old in that race went really well too, actually. So it both did. Of did so yeah. both, yep.
1: both have a very similar profile in the lead-up to Dark Assault's race here. Um, I love his pinjara Magic Millions run was huge. Second behind Gemma's son in the Perth Stakes was good, and then um, I was really keen on him in the Karakata and he managed to run into a hole for us, which was awesome. But were you on? I was. Really? Which was which was a nice result. Oh, you know, it's over 50 to 1, about 13 bucks a hole. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I love about him is the fact that I think the 1,000 will really suit. He has gate speed and then he travels really strong in the run. And as you guys have said, Madame Torio leads Dark Assault, you'd think now. Finds they could, the they bo- could
2: kick up. They could kick up with Dark Assault. Maybe.
1: But I think their best best asset tactically would just be to camp on Madame Torio. She's going to run them off their legs here and if there's a horse that can run past her, I think it's Dark Assault. He was $6.50 this morning, I thought that was a really good price. $5 is probably around about the right price now, I feel. But um yeah, Dark Assault at almost in each way, quite at the moment. That's the way I saw the fourth. Very interesting one. Dark Assault to watch the
2: money just before the race on the exchange and <laughs> see what happens. That's the type of horse that could do anything. It could start $2.60. I
0: it, it could start yeah. fifteen
2: to one type of thing. And if it does drift, you go, Ugh. it's not one you'd probably be too excited about the big drift late for whatever reason. Market
0: like. the market seems pretty spot on though at the moment, yeah, I reckon. Yep. Like three fifty Madame Toro, I was five dollars Impact, would Impact, six fifty Dark Assault, eight dollars Sunny Silk. Yeah, I'll be pretty keen to have a good close look at
1: darker sold in the yard. I hope he's nice mm. and nice and forward. Make, make sure you will tune into in in.
2: Tab Radio, yeah. and uh, yeah, that that might be the uh, the pointer. Lockie will make sure he uh, he gives
1: us the uh, the good <laughs> late oil. <laughs> the funny thing is, I never find Madame Toro from the yard ever because she's tiny. She's the, a tiny little
0: filly, so I never find her. But she proves me wrong many many mm. times. Very good. Yes, and Chris Chris Parnham. We have to. We you, you spoke about him pre-record flying at the moment, isn't he? He's really confident, really strong, really balanced uh, riding using his. He's um, his He's he's really really coming. He's really, really coming good and in the absence of Pike, too, he's really taking um, the, the bull by the horns, so to speak. So um, no doubt he will feature prominently in the preview as we roll through. But for now, it's time that we did get your pen and paper out, guys, because it's mm. time we do the Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind oh, competition. Got a com- bit of competition this week from Lockheed. The guru, like, rebounded strongly throughout of three last week, hey, and but the week before was um, a little bit disappointing. Bucket Duck eggs. <laughs> The Mundaring Hotel has been heart of the hills since 1899, located in Jacoby Street, Mundaring. If you get a chance, drop in and see the publican, Ian Butchie O'Connor, say good day. let him know you're a one-one listener, feed, flutter, froffies up at the Mundaring, it's all happening there. So congrats to last week's WA Racing Mastermind winner, Matt Price, a $100 Mundaring Hotel gift voucher is on the way. Matt is now a dual Mastermind winner. Very well done to you, my friend. So to be crowned, this week's Mastermind, please uh, send through the answers to the following three questions, but make sure you send them through via direct message on Twitter. That's at the11pod on the Twitter platform. You ready to go, Lockie? I'm ready to go. Three questions. Here we go. Question one, name the only horse to beat home Windstorm. I got that one. Question two, how many how many idyllic Prince stakes, i.e. Goodwood stakes, did idyllic Prince win? Oh, that's not fair. I'd be up for adoption if I didn't get that <laughs> right. <laughs> and question three, we'll, we'll continue the, the Taylor theme here. So uh, how many trainers did champion sprinter Haylist have? He won a Group 1 Newmarket, 1,200 metres down the straight at Flemington. Haylist, how many trainers did he have in his illustrious career, and can you name them, please? So they are the three questions, and if you get them right, you will be crowned this week's WA Racing Mastermind. How'd you go? I got the feeling that
1: I'm one short for the last one. Okay. Mm. How'd you go? No, I actually think I got the first one
0: wrong now. <laughs> um, I, thought I was very confident.
1: I think, definitely very I think I've stuffed <laughs> it up.
0: Yeah, yeah. Looks like the guru's got the upper hand.
2: How did I get the last one right? Uh, yeah, you did. Yeah, very that's
0: good. it. Oh, right, oh, very go. good. So yes, enter Just at drop, the one one winner. on mom. Twitter. <laughs> uh, Hundred dollar gift voucher up for grabs. All right, race five. All right, race five, or the, the
2: leading girl handicap. I'll mm. tell you what, I don't think there was a more blacked book runner um, from a, a fortnight ago than leading girl. Uh, the effort over the 1,200, which we flagged, was always going to be a query for her um, over that, that shorter journey, but her effort over the last 70 metres in particular was huge. I've got her landing second last pair here, one off, but the speed's weak with Sharp Bob and Bad Wolf probably one two Should be
1: winning, BJ Lockie. I completely agree. That first up run was massive. Everyone every man and his dog was following her after that run. The interesting thing about that race, uh, well, the the match race in the sense of leading girl v. Lonsdale Lady is that I thought Lonsdale Lady was a superior trial to was. leading girl prior to leading girl's first up run. So that's a really interesting element, but I think you've hit the speed map um one hundred percent correct there, Terry. And I just feel that leading girl will have Lonsdale Lady in her sights at the top of the straight, and from there she's very out to beat. They're
2: not gonna change tactics, or well, wouldn't be changing tactics. They're not gonna try and lead Lonsdale Lady. Do you I, think?
1: I thought they might. That'd I, be interesting. If,
2: if, if she lands in front, I tell you what, that's really interesting. It's a month between trial and race now, but if she lands in front, I wouldn't want to be. Uh, I wouldn't want the dollar seventy leading girl anymore. That's all I know.
1: Well, if Lonsdale Lady was ours, if. Lockie, Terry, and BJ were the lucky owners of Lonsdale Lady. We'd I just have, about
2: was from it. <laughs> so a thousand years <laughs> <around.
1: laughs> old. We'd have a lot more money, but yeah. would you want to see them
2: lead? Maybe not because they've got bigger from this race and winning this race definitely, but they've got bigger fish to fry. I reckon they'll be saying to Jade, be positive. And um, after obviously what Sharp Bob did uh, a week ago, fortnight ago, um, they'll be extremely aggressive and want the exact same tactics, Sharp Bob. And I think that the melee camp will do the map and say, well, let's go across with Sharp Bob and that'll leave Lonsdale Lady handing up to them and and ride on their back. But I look, if you're trying to win this race, yeah, I'd say be aggressive, hold Sharp Bob out and make it it chase. Especially
0: if it's leaderish on the day 100 yeah.
2: but i reckon they might had bigger fish to fry
0: well first up last prep i was really keen on her and gate one they bounced oh. and they took a hold and, you see that? and mm. she, she was mad that she, day I was, she, I was super keen to see. N- and never got out ran six behind Tollman. good thing beaten then came out and as we all know here at the one one uh lonsdale lady uh creamed them in the list of thousand guineas um, I'm, still Jay, re- I'm still recovering Jay McNaught leading all the way over 1800 metres so high quality uh, four year old man now Lonsdale lady but this does look set up for leading girl to elevate significantly second up a uh, bit of Bit of pressure cooker type situation here for Jared Noski. Yeah, he yeah. hasn't got a win yet
2: in the uh, in the Saracen right, so I'm really hoping for his sake yeah, he can um, he can he can jag one here. But um, look from a betting point of view, I'm purely on I'm on I'm on even money watch. Yeah. If okay. I get even money bet fair, I'm, I'm guts in. If I don't, I'm going to stay out completely. So Sorry. plenty of respect to put a spell on you too. Yeah, I was about to say she's and my and half.
0: she's my fly on the ointment. Huge, what about that? Right? Okay, let's the three horse race. It's only a three horse race. Walk us through that.
2: Run I was on start. last start each way. So I, I like a good drift. She got God, out to 20, God. 22 to 1, bet fair late and um what a performance yeah it was well yeah i mean everyone's black booking leading girl you could just about say put a spell on you was as good if not a better run. and that was 1400 back to 1200 so it should now be more suited back to the 1400 <laughs> mid prep so
0: it's probably the four that
2: from four maddie could just about land the one 50, one 52 and a half yeah ticks ticks a lot a lot of boxes it does it's just uh, i think we're just um yeah no it ticks a lot of boxes but i'm, I'm in the vortex here Major. yeah it was what
0: was significant about put a spell on you for mine is she was Three wide, no cover, improving, but then for some reason ended up wobbling three, uh, four, five, six off on straightening, and like just just finding the best ground. I yeah, in in Maddie land out there in, in Maddie Maddie territory, but um, and then it just kept coming and coming. It was mm-hmm. it was such a brave performance from um from uh, Put a Spell on You. So for me, if you know, I think if Leading Girl is going to get beaten, it's going to be by Put a Spell on You. That's she's the biggest danger for mine. Uh, lots of respect, obviously, for Lonsdale Lady, but as Terry said, I think they're, they've got a prep ahead, so they've probably got uh, bigger fish to fry. Um, and, uh, yeah, just did, did you end up following up on Sharp Bob last start, Terry? <laughs> Go and get stuff. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so no Sharp Bob Actually, <laughs> I had something on Capdoy a point of 30 to 1, actually, <laughs> on the outside. So, no, nah, it was a tougher. watch that race. Dar- on the turn, Dark Mission was the only horse you wanted to be on. came back with the... Um, Thumps, I think. Yeah, it came back uh, yeah. not a happy horse, but geez, on the turn. I was watching it with a mate, and I said, oh, "It's over," because it drifted out to six bucks, and I thought this is free money, so we've opted in. And uh, <laughs> on the turn, I just about switched it off at the three hundred, and uh, Night no, Sharp Bob's kicked in one, so
0: um, now we can it can go and get stuff. To be honest, mm. Cliffy, Howe, just Cliffy about. How just training up a storm. Well how did he do
2: that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Race six, Devils Lair handicap to graduation over the mile. Gee, this is a light old day race, isn't it? Um, you can put a line through quite a few of these and it's a bit of a, uh, I guess, a process of elimination. Terry, what did you come up with?
2: Well, I, I think the speed map's probably the, most, uh, probably the most important part to this race. Um, I narrowed it down to four live chances. Uh, I had locomotive crossing and finding the fence gets a career low weight. I better double check that stuff, but I'm pretty sure it's a career low weight. And I don't think this is career hardest race face, if that makes sense. So Christy Graham's one for one on the horse as well. So I think locomotive rolls to the top last effort. Fresh at the 1400 was really good. Um, You'd say probably needed that run. Second, third, fourth, fifth horses in that race all came from Rearwood, or at least sixth, seventh, and worse. So it was the only horse on speed to box on um, in that particular event, which I always like to see. But I find it really hard to go past Aragain. Uh, Aragain is racing like a serious racehorse, uh, it goes better when on speed. The concern is barrier one, um, because from barrier one, um, if they're held up to the 200, I'd have to get out. I don't know if Aragon's a sprinter, but I think Aragon could sustain a four, five, 600 metre. Um, little whack, but. I mean, there'll be a lot of support here for Akonite, which I'm probably going to risk with Lactar on again. Uh, and, Cement- and Sentimental Queen, who is still a class one hopping into this, so I'm not, not entirely convinced, though. I do like Chris Parnham going on. But look, at $3.80 and at $6.650 for Locomotive, I'm happy having a speed map bet where I'm backing the leader and the back of the leader for a Dutch for around about that $3 mark. So pretty happy with that, Lockie.
1: Yeah, not a not a race I'm overly keen to play in a, in a similar sense to... The second race of the day, I just thought a lot of these horses are on their mark, and there's a little bit of guesswork. I completely agree with you in regards to Aragane, but I actually think Locomotive will give a kick, and Aragane, I don't think will be held up to the 200-meter mark at all. So um, it's going to be awfully hard to beat if you're going to chase some value, and they're making ground down the middle of the track and. She gets out to 20, 30 to one, maybe vintage Vintage stock. I thought that first up run was very good. They obviously walked out in front with Sharp Bob leading that event and she was one of the only horses to make up ground. So clearly going well, second up Stayer, not, doesn't fill you with confidence, but um, if she gets out to a silly price and they're making up ground down the middle of the track, that's maybe a
0: way I'll play into this race. Mm, I can see that for sure, Lockie. Yeah, I was. Uh, I had four winning chances as well, same as Terry. Sentimental Queen, Arrogant, aconite Locomotive. I just think that even though this Sentimental Queen is a Northern Maiden winner, this and this and this appears as though it's a it, well on paper it's a Sad Day Graduation handicap. I think it's 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 about as weak as you'll find as a graduation handicap so I actually think that sentimental girl, can, uh, sentimental queen rather can make the make the uh, transition to this grade and be really really hard to beat I thought there was plenty of merit in that second even though she ran fifth I just think three wide cover ended up on perhaps the inferior part of, uh, of the track kept coming late I like her going down to 54 kgs with Chris Parnum Profiles doesn't it? Yeah, yeah and I just thought that, that first up uh, Northern Wind was soft as butter. Uh, sentimental Queen. Uh that was a nothing race. It was a nothing race. But oh the just... third horse, Kate Rain, came out to win actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was, but there's she only had three starts, so you imagine there's a bit more natural elevation with her up to the mile, Cerise and White, bit of bit of class through through that camp. Team Williams. For me this this just feels like she might not um yeah she might not uh it might not be the right setup in terms of a, Class one northern maiden winner into a graduation handicap, but for me it just feels like a really good option for a Sentimental Queen, and uh, I think uh, with even luck she's going to be hard to hold out. Pat and bet
2: if the rail's hot, probably look at Locomotive Air again. If it's yep. not
0: hot, I'm, I'm probably even. Yeah, I can see
2: exactly what you're saying. So a really good uh, race to to wait for the day.
0: Wait for the day. Good as gold. Well, moving on to the feature of the day, it's the Amelia Park Blue Spec Stakes, $100,000. It's one of these quality rating, 78 quality handicaps with a 62 uh, maximum top weight, Um, $100,000. Massimo rises to the mile for the first time and also getting up in the weights now. He's back up into the 60 kg range. Can he do it again, Terry? I was going to ask Lockie, do you reckon Massimo
1: will get the mile? Interesting. Last start, I thought he was holding Western Temple on the line, which probably suggests that the 1600 metres is up his wheelhouse, but mm-hmm. Western Temple was also first up and may or may not have peaked on its run, so... Mm-hmm
2: but the, it, is, it
0: is also Western Temple though
1: exactly
2: mm. so i yeah, got P
1: Fernie
0: next to the name mm. though yeah the, the not that Grant Alana could the have the one thing <laughs> I, Adam sorry was that <laughs> Grant Alana? I think Adam, I might have started with Adam yeah Adam, also, always Adam, Adam, Adam yeah, no
1: I think Grant Alana then to Adam, then yeah, to yeah, Adam yeah. but yeah. the thing about Massimo is that he obviously hails from the Durant yard he's now having his 17th start and this is his first start at a mile mm. for a stable of that no you'd, you'd think that They're progressive horses. If Adam feels they're going to get a trip, he generally gets them up to a trip pretty soon. So that's a query for me. And at 250... It's deep into the prep too, isn't it? Yeah, 250, really deep into the Mm. prep, leave me out. It's not a race I'm overly keen to play in, to be honest. No, the current market's bang on mine. So
0: Um, um, wrinkly, straight to the front as always. Yeah, Yeah. I think so. (sighs) So that almost makes Massimo... Oh, held, yeah. It? So, yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. I think the race is run run and one in the top four here. If, mm. if Western Temple and Lord Help Me Run can sort of get leaders back in one one. Um, I think the race will be between those three. I don't yeah, I can't have Rinkley, to be honest, um, but I think the race will be run. I think Lord Help Me Run can win this race. I think yeah. it might be the one not wanted late on the exchange. We might see something silly, $12, $13 yep. each way, potentially. In saying that, if Western Temple got
1: out to the price, I'd happy to spec there, but yeah, I'm with Lockie. I'm not too keen. I reckon the current market's pretty bang on. Yeah, I thought maybe Western Temple, but at 4 40 Western Temple, it just doesn't seem right, does it? I thought that up to 1600 meters that probably plays into wrinkley's hands and we've seen the last few starts i thought that brad has been fairly conservative out in front on wrinkley i reckon he might pull the trigger and let him roll and really make it a grinding test for for massimo and that then may just set it up for western temple but Still, uh, you definitely need a price of Western Temple and four dollars. Four dollars forty at the moment. That's not the right price. You'd hate yourself after the race, wouldn't you? Taking that, and <laughs> yeah, done, wouldn't you? you'd yeah, be very,
2: so you'd be very disappointed. We'll in watch that. and wait. There'd be self-reflection, I reckon, I, post-race.
0: I just think that even though he is deep into his prep, Masamu just he's he's almost like he's just thriving on it. He's just he's racing so well. Like he's run second to Windstorm. Beaten the neck, and that was massive. He's come out and, and won a seventy-eight plus twelve hundred. Best sec- run
2: was two back, where he got taken on the entirety mm-hmm. of the journey. Last start that that wrinkly race actually went about six or seven lengths below the benchmark to the turn. Um, so that's yeah, that played into Massimo's hands. But the previous start, because then if you worry, well, how is he going to get a strong mile? The yeah. previous start, like there was no, he had no right to, to push Western Temple, or uh, to push uh, Inspirational. Yeah, that's that's an in, uh, important seconds. point. You probably. Yeah.
1: In regards to him and his ability to run out a mile, you're probably best off looking at two starts back, not last start. You? Yeah,
0: yep. I reckon he'll run the mile, and I reckon he will win, Massimo. I think that he uh, is he's just holding peak form, and I don't I don't know if there's anything that's going to be able to come from behind him and get past him, right? um he's just he's really tough he he made life really hard for windstorm Made really life really hard for inspirational girl as Lockie said he was sort of fending them off uh with strength last start when he sort of appeared as though he could be a bit of a sitting duck um first crack at the mile 60 kilos is i think that people are going to want to lay him so i think he i'm interested to see what the exchange does bet fair late uh massimo um he is a horse that can not necessarily last up but traditionally has been um easy easy yes in the market At late. Times, yes, uh, so uh, f- for me yeah i think he could could be high twos um late maybe even three dollars on the exchange the only horse that that i think is um is has the class to to maybe uh, get over the top of him from behind him would be lord help me run i thought his second up elevation was really good he has a high cl- high level of class lord help me run can be a little bit hit and miss, but his best is certainly good enough. And he's jumping now. Yeah, yeah, which is a good point. And I just think Giraffe is racing really well. Uh, I thought that he hit the line really, really strongly in the, in the um, Massimo race over fourteen hundred meters last start. Um, but uh, but for me, yeah, I'm pretty pretty keen. I reckon Massimo just uh, lands outside leader and just grinds him into the ground. Very good, current market.
2: I said bang on where I'm at, so I'd need to. Drift. Happy to back a drift here.
0: Okay. Race eight is the Iron Jack Handicap. This is an interesting thousand metre, 78 plus handicap with a key scratching Well, there's two scratchings say, And I reckon
2: they're both key scratchings too. Two key scratchings.
0: Okay, so take note punters, race uh, number seven, we've got dreams. And number 12, pels and prawns are both scratched since uh, we all did our form anyway. So I guess the market will and has zeroed in on two uh, early season four-year-olds with a heap of ability, Money Matters and Jericho Missile. They do look like they're the most likely to fight out the finish of this um, I'm assuming. Just let me check the uh, what the odds are saying at the moment. I'm assuming two
2: oh five and four dollars twenty would be the uh, consensus across the market. You're pretty keen on one of these two. Lockie might be a th- little bit thin for you now, but uh,
1: you're pretty keen. Money matters. I am. It's at the moment two dollars ten. As a punter in general, I don't have too much success at that type of price. I was really keen at the two fifty. This morning, I didn't actually realize that We've Got Dreams was out until I was running around work and quickly checked the prices to get on. And then I realized she was out and Money Matters was still $2.50. So I was really keen on him. And at $2.10, it's probably up to the to you guys and, and the listeners whether they wanna, want to hop in there. But you are of the opinion that Pearls and Prawns is a pretty key scratching as well. So mm. maybe the $2.10 is the right price. And- you'll be happy to take that. But I just thought his first up run was huge. He's not a thousand meter horse and staying at a thousand meters isn't ideal, Mm. but he just about finds the front here and he he, he he? he just seems like a horse that is really hard to get past. He can run time. He travels into the race and then has a turn of foot at the end of the race. So
0: class. Yeah. He's just,
1: I think he's just a class above the rest of them here. And his main danger, Jericho Missile, if they try ride him a little bit closer, I feel he may be a little bit less effective and that only plays into the hands of Money Matters, who I think will be really hard to get past anyway. So quite keen,
2: Money Matters. Bang on, yeah. No, I, I couldn't have said it uh, any better. 100% agree with you there. If you are going to be back in Jericho Missile, which depending what the markets do, it's it's slightly above my quote at the moment, so I can consider it, but you'd, you'd be a brave brave human being I reckon three or four back the fence over the thousand especially with as, as Lockie said especially with a pretty strong leader in the race in money matters like
0: isn't Super Maxi going to lead do you
2: think that's potentially yeah with the mm. blinkers going back yeah. on that's definitely the key I if Super Maxi leads
0: of attack mode, blinkers back on I think draw. so
2: but they also might be looking at the fact that Super Maxi either being first or last why don't we just settle third or fourth that might be the other option it doesn't have to be one or completely one or completely the other so there is that option as well but I do think over the thousand Super Maxi has more early speed than money matters but I, I still think Money Matters can breeze and win. But so uh, this will be this will be a great race. I yeah, I reckon I'll formulate an opinion stronger over the next forty-eight hours. But uh, you'd be brave and uh, do not get upset if you're on Jericho Missile and you're held up half the straight and lose the race because <laughs> you have to expect that to happen by it's horse. It doesn't fault. jump well from Barry One. Exactly right.
0: Yeah, I think I think with um, clear galloping room, I think Jericho, Jericho Missile can get over the top of Money Matters. Like Lockie said, 1000 for Money Matters is very interesting placement from Adam Durant. I I know I, for I, a fact yep.
1: that there are hardly any 1,200-meter races at the moment in the program. So I reckon it's, Ger-
0: it's been doing so, my so head in. Both, both of these two
2: would uh, prefer the 1,200, I reckon. Yep.
0: Okay, yeah. I just, yeah, from, from one, I think even Jericho Missile can be even a touch slower and it doesn't. Affect him as much as if it was a high draw, and he gets he gets back. I just keep coming back to that new season sprint run. He really he should have won the the Floyd race, hundred thousand dollar thousand thousand meter race. Joey has a party back on. Lucky Lactar rode him last Saturday, got a long way back, hit the line with some of the best closing splits of the day even though it didn't necessarily appear via the vision but um, but the numbers suggested that he, he attacked the line with strength. I like Joe as a party going back on board. He seems to have a good affinity with the harrison horses joe and uh rides them well if um coiled up jericho breathing fire if he gets the gaps he has the closing speed to get over the top of money matters a horse you can never leave out of consideration in these thousand meter races fresh guns of navarone it's the big danger for mine yeah, from nine, I'm going to leave it out.
2: What I'm going to say with Jericho Missile, I've had a chance to do it because the scratchings came um, this morning and we haven't had a chance to remap it, is I'm going to figure out, I'm going to try to figure out, what horses are going to be in front of it on the rail? Are they going to stop on it and they're going to put it in an impossible position or are they going to be the right horses that are going to peel, give him gaps and, and off we go? Um, if
0: Pike was on Jericho Missile, what would you think?
2: I'd have Jericho Missile favourite.
0: Mm, interesting. So...
2: Um, yeah. I, I I'm I'm I think I will, but at this stage I need to just I need to do a map a little bit deeper. I, I reckon there's a big chance I'm gonna come round to Jericho Missile, but that also goes against one of your major rules and the fact that if you've got a pretty strong leader on the thousand, yeah, over the short journey, they tend to um they tend to be pretty out so run So Did they
0: down. price We've Got Dreams this morning or did, did no, was it no, they no, pre no, Actually messaged me ten yep. minutes before they yep. went yep. up and said yep. do you want to reprice
2: that race quickly because we've got dreams is out. Right, okay, so, cool. Yeah. All right, so that's interesting. Went so, up to ninety, but there's been a scratching since so the two is probably the two fifty, like he said before. So for money, money matters, matters yeah, yeah, and I, d- I doubt you'll see much more than that. But there could be really strong Jericho missile support. I mean, it's yeah, Jericho missiles obviously got a fair profile from from what he did as a three year old. So
0: what about little
2: fish? I yeah, going going well, but I yeah, not, not here just yet. Um, I prefer twelve hundred, but um, yeah, it's not impossible.
0: Okay, all right, so yeah, it's uh, opinions are divided. I'm Jericho missile. Lockie's money matters. Terry is. Jericho Missile. Okay. All right. We'll oh, see you.
2: We'll I started that previous Money Matters when we I'm first started very, talking.
0: I'm very confused. <laughs> I, was, I was
2: talking to someone this morning and I, we're, we're searching for bets on this meet. Like we're looking for bets. It sort of tells you it's probably a meeting where there aren't that many bets. Mm. But Wait. I, do. I don't mind a bit of an eddy bet, to be honest. So <laughs> well, uh, I, reckon, I reckon I'll reckon i find a couple.
0: Very good. Oh, what time is it, Lockie? Get out, stakes time. Yes. Really, there yeah. we go. S T E A. K-S. I should have said race nine. That would have you. It is the extremely popular Get Out Steaks brought to you by our friends at Market City Meats, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth, located at the Canning Vale Markets on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt runs the show. Swing past, say good day. Timmy and his team will take the very best of care for you and your friends. So spread the word, Market City Meats. And um, congratulations to last week's oh, Get Out Steaks winner. David Keats, ah, oh, incredible. Should have got double. So David somehow uh, he was a solitary entry for for Lion Machine, forty-one dollars official. Probably better was he? Was she better? Oh I was,
2: I was looking at that stage. The way the track was playing, I was guts in inflation. So yep. Yeah. I was yeah. looking. and so when
0: interest. when fishy sort of loomed up alongside inflation, I knew was it was it? over. I knew the yeah.
2: machine was going to out sprint. Uh, and inflation's a little bit of a nonny as well, so I knew at the two hundred, I knew we were in a bit of a bit of strife there. So TV went off, and I went and grabbed a beer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> very very significant, David Keats. That's his second get out stakes win, and to find a, to do it with a forty one dollar pop is um, is huge. Well done, mate. Very astute from uh, David Keats. So um, now to enter this week's. Get out stakes. Hit us up, Twitter at the one one pod. Let us know who you think will win race nine. A decimal winning margin. Two decimal places preferred. Remembering the Sam White rule. Get whoever is it first in best dressed. Okay. Jeez, this is a this is a nice way to finish
2: the day, isn't it? Just hear Lockie make a little bit of a a little bit of a yeah. No, this is uh, this is this is difficult, guys. Um, It doesn't feel
0: like a Saturday race, does
2: it? No, no. Look, I I like it. We're going to see varied opinions. We'll see. There'll be. I mean, Sir Manbo went up favourite, but I know that you priced a different horse favourite, BJ. I mm. know someone else priced a different horse favourite. So um, there'll be opinions uh, varied here. no, I don't know. Which which way are you guys
1: looking? <laughs> I had no idea. I was leaning towards Sir Mambo thinking that we might get a price after last start. We haven't got a price. He's four sixty. If he keeps getting out to six, seven dollars, then I'd be willing to play. On his form around showmanship, Son of God and, and Long Beach, that's better more than this. Yeah, that's yep. way better than this. So that's the only way I'd be willing to play into this race. Many of the others I just can't truly trust. Lucky Lindalulu was obviously a last start winner, but they absolutely walked in that race. I can't trust that form. Got the perfect run too. Yeah. Low draw.
0: It's drawn uh, 14.
1: Yeah. Apollo on. is hard to catch. City Circles hard to catch. Grand Design I have time for, but drawn really sticky. Perhaps they go back and, yeah, and look right to on, be yeah. hitting the line, but yeah it's a a tough race for me so maybe (laughs) only sir mambo i'm
0: quite keen on one i thought you would be
2: actually i knew i knew where you were going to go here as well so
0: little red bikini Oh, okay.
2: Actually, that's not where I thought you were going to go.
1: There really? Go.
2: Yeah. No, no. Little, oh, little red. Little red was huge last start up to the
1: little red. Fame backs, so,
0: Hundreds. Yeah. So. Little red. Uh, yeah. There's I, been. Marked, I marked little red bikini four dollars in favorite. <laughs> I did a bit you know, of a guru. I, just, I sort of just sort of drilled it in there. Yeah. So, just, a very generous <laughs> organization. Brad Bett. twelve dollars. Twelve dollars. $12. twelve
2: did look. Yeah. I've got little red bikini seven. I got Sir Mambo with Lockie on on top. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, the, the twelve bucks was friendly. I thought. So I had something on. Let me
0: lay it out. For little red bikini, where are we?
2: Where are we? Where are we dropping the the bikini? Are we going to drop the bikini just behind them, or are we going to try and lead? Gate speed's been lacking a little
0: last couple of minutes. It has I've been. Noticed. Has been. I, I. I would. There's. I'm see Does they don't seem to be that hell bent on leading on it anymore. No, nah, it that. just
2: doesn't jump very well.
0: And uh, I don't know. I reckon if if this thing jumps, it could be Jade straight to the front wins. If uh, it's straight little to the front, red you want, bikini. You want to be on for sure. Uh, now. William Pike went on, they truckloaded it at Northern, two starts back, looked like it was going to struggle to run down. Was it Ladies in London who kicked clear? And then all of a sudden just kicked into overdrive late and won really well over 1,100. That was
2: W Pike. It though. was. It that was, was w. w Pike that's personally lifted that horse over the line. That was something uh, – that was off the map that day as yeah. well, yeah. W Pike has personally got off that horse and carried it on his shoulders over the line.
0: He just willed it, didn't he? It was incredible stuff. Yeah. But um, And then just – Take a look at the tapes. Alan Kennedy rode Little Red Bikini last start at Pinjarra. It was wide, sort of going forward, she coming losing ground at a vital stage shuffled out wide on straightening and it was going to the line as well as anything uh sans won by two lengths on that occasion so even though it's run fifth it's actually only finished like a head or a neck away from the third place getter on that state, on that occasion i like jade going on drops to 55 kgs from gate three this isn't a strong race uh, at all i think this is set up really nicely for a little red bikini
2: yeah no i can i can see that that's one of Twenty-eight chances in this race, <laughs> I reckon. So, um, I, I, I want to. I'm probably the same as Lockie. I'm going to be hoping for a Sir Mambo price late. And we'll be able to see if if the rails playing all right too. Um, it's just its form's just better than everything else around these. But you got to forgive a absolutely horror run from 28 days ago. So you want the price to be to be doing that. But so
0: so uh, put up lame, yeah. According to the Stewards yes, report, yeah. Yep.
2: What's the one runner? Just guys, just have a quick look at this field. Mm. What's the one runner? Just quickly, the first one that comes to you, you just think that probably can't win.
0: Spirit and Fire.
2: Oh, there we go. Hang on. Are you ready, Lockie? Oh, all right. Goodness. So, Spirit and Fire is the interesting horse in this race. Hey, we actually didn't plan that either. We 100%, uh, didn't, 100%, plan 100%. That. didn't
1: plan it. All right.
2: So, Spirit and Fire is the interesting, interesting uh, all right, yeah. horse in this race. Spirit and Fire in its career has raced, it says uh, six first-day runs. It's actually only. F- five first up runs. One of them was only a a shorter break, but anytime it's had five times in its career. It's had four months or more off. It's won three of those, ran second in another. And the other one was an abject failure where it failed basically that entire prep. It just didn't come back at all. Last campaign, it won first up for Mark Bairstow, who isn't training all that many winners at the moment. I do know that. This is a horse who I believe is a fresh horse, okay? How many
0: starts do you reckon it had in its campaign? I'm just looking at it now. I, 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 How can't, start? I can't calculate it. It's just there's too many numbers. Okay,
2: so it. this is a horse I think is a fresh horse. It's a fresh horse. It's had a 21-start campaign. <laughs> it's had a 21-start campaign? It's a very
0: sound fresh horse, yeah. You're
2: just you're kidding me. You're genuinely <laughs> kidding me. So... Before last campaign, <laughs> it had two trials. They were arguably slightly better, but it did win its second trial with um with the Austin Galati on uh, before this run. Look, it will go around at 30, 40 to one. Barrier two, Brad Parnham on. Spirit and Fire, it, if you remember all those runs over the sprinting journeys early last, early last campaign, it was a super talented, and and it's obviously, it's got a mind of its own. It's a bit of a head case, but from Barrier two, it's not one that's impossible to jump and lead this race. With the blinkers on in a race where we're really struggling to find something we like, um, Spirit and Fire we've forgotten about. It shed ratings points throughout those twenty-one starts, so it uh, it actually comes into this about eight sixty-three. Or nine points. Yeah, yeah, I think it awesome. was a seventy-one when mm-hmm. it landed in WA. So gets into this just about on the minimum in a pretty thin race. It's a fresh horse, Mark. After this, let's spell it again and bring it back in four months' time. Let's keep getting our twenty-to-one every four months. But um, yeah, look, Sir Mamo for me, but I'm
0: going to be having something on
2: Spirit and Fire after that spiel too.
0: Did you notice that Lockie sort of ran through quite a number of the runners? But um, there was no mention of point taken.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, scratch midweek.
0: Yeah, give us yeah. give give the listeners a bit of a thought process on the chances of point taken. Um, first up on Saturday,
1: going as good as ever. Her trial behind free trade was really good. Um, has just been riddled with feed issues and, and little soundness issues issues over her career, but is as sound as we've ever had her. Look. Looking at her career record, 20 starts and only the three wins doesn't look all that great. But Doesn't do her
2: justice either. No, I think
1: no. take her last form and assess her on that.
0: That's her true form, yeah? Yep.
1: yep. And she's come back probably better than that. Whether this is her race first up, I'm not she sure. Do you think she's ready to go
2: first up? Well, is, she, is she fully wound up? Ah.
1: Oh. Hard to tell. The The interesting thing is, is that she's obviously trialled, but she only had three weeks off in the paddock since then. So it's not your typical six, eight week spell. It was just a, a three week spell to get over a, a little minor issue and then she came back in work and has been firing ever since. So the recent trial was good. Whether this is her race from a form perspective, I have my doubts. But I definitely think she has uh, a graduation race like this in her.
0: Lucy Warwick doesn't ride for you guys very much. No, dad's at all. He... No, she's had a couple.
1: She rode Perceptive Miss a couple weeks ago. But oh, yeah. no, dad dad likes putting Lucy on. She
0: horses just seem to run for her. Yes, they certainly do. So. Uh... Yeah, the the entries for the get out stakes are going to be. I reckon you
2: just summarise that race really well. Um uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I reckon that's. Uh, and you know, you yeah. know, like if I'm tipping Spirit and Fire, you know, it's a thin old, it's a thin old. And race. you know,
0: when you're saying ah, uh, yeah, as the uh, as the theme of the the last of the day, um, surely that brings our man Magic Mike Santich into calculation. Yeah. Denim pack, three wide, yeah. no cover, last start, uh, box on into third behind Lucky Linda Lulu. Um, it hasn't won now for a thousand and nineteen mm-hmm. days two or forty or something two or forty uh, yeah anything can happen this is a, this is one of those races by the looks of things so yeah the only horse I can really put a line through is Sammy the Boss but, I
2: can't Yeah. no I wasn't willing to no I actually really like Sammy as a horse and I love Mitch Payton going um, on these type of runners as well so if they go mad and well, I'm there's a the last horse standing <laughs> I actually don't think Sammy is completely impossible <laughs> I'm not backing Sammy in, in any it doesn't matter if it's a hundred or 100, I'm not backing it but I a big chance if I can thin out the other legs. I'm a big chance of clicking the old FD button for the the quadrella here. I'd
0: suggest very good. Okay, so that brings the uh, yeah, well, that's it for the get out yeah. stakes race nine, the Crown Perth handicap. So, I was hoping
2: someone just declared something there, he just went bang, <laughs> the hardest race of the day, from bang, and a declare one here. I was thinking about going real bullish spirit and fire, but even I can't do the best. You but- know, <laughs> his last winner, Mark Bestow. Yeah, tell me. I think it was your long earth in January. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. You could yeah, be right. Huh? Roughly, it's only two winners in the last year, so
0: one of your uh, favorite trainers along the journey. Martin yeah, Bairstow. has been. Yeah,
2: the the best combination there for a few months with um, special delivery and, and a few others. That was definitely one of the. Um, yeah, yeah. We enjoyed that period.
0: Good times. Mm. Very good times. Okay, it's time for our best betting propositions of the day. Our guest Lockie Taylor. We'll put him under the microscope here, mate. You're up. What I, have we got?
1: I was going to say money matters, but I was just speaking to Terry off there. I have a terrible record with horses at around $2, $2.20, so I'll bypass him as the best betting proposition of the day and say Dark Assault in race number three. Oh, well, that's
0: a bit of value. Yeah, that's, that's good. Age, isn't that? Dark Assault, the like crowd I, will roar when, yeah. uh, when uh, Dark Assault hits the front for Roy Rogers. I don't want to open my mouth now. <laughs> I've got, uh,
2: I don't really have a standout bet um, on the card, which which really upsets me actually. So I'm just going to, uh, maybe let's just bet fair all up, Montalina and leading girl and try and get $3.50 or something. Huh? Okay. That's what so, I'm going to do. The two, what I think are the two good things for the day, but the the seventy about the pair of doesn't make me want to dive in, but look if we can just be on even money watch for either, and it'll be um, pretty happy to suggest that's party time the double.
0: Okay, so I'm not gonna overcomplicate things. I think Massimo can bounce, land on speed, and get the job done, first run at the mile. Uh, two fifty around at the moment. I'm suspecting that there's gonna be layers on the day. So hope, hoping for better on Bet late. But I priced him underneath the two dollar fifty mark. So I reckon he'll be winning. That's my best betting proposition of the day. Moving on to Maddie's. what are your record like with long shots? Lockie never tipped a loser. Long shot, Lockie. <laughs> Post race, he's never tipped a loser.
1: <laughs> <laughs> weren't, you, weren't you guys on?
0: <laughs> Hashtag free money. <laughs> um, nah, pro- probably not great. Uh, join the club. What
1: have you got for us today? Uh, I'm not a man to back markers um, I'm very much an on speed punter type of guy. But vintage stock, not twenty plus dollars at the moment. But surely we It'll get drift. twenty dollars late and. If they're making ground up down the middle of the track, that's the way we will go.
0: Yeah, I've
2: just checked with the adjudicators; they're allowing that one as well. So, good, that that okay.
0: was a bit of a Daniel Cripps start type long shot, wasn't it? Just yeah, well, yeah it doesn't yeah, go the oh, yeah, yeah, just <laughs> prefers the on-speed runners,
2: <laughs> but looking on forcer, so yeah, yeah, it was. And then also picking at Eleven. Yeah. And so. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: that's it's, it's, like. the, it's <laughs> the cop out.
2: It's a roundabout way I'm saying yeah, I don't know you, Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't blame you either. Uh, I better go with Spirit and Fire after that little
0: spiel. Very good. My um,
2: best to end runabouts. Yeah.
0: It's about time the Guru and Basto just. Well, sort of, it's you
2: know, it's currently alignment. 23, 23 barks. I reckon you'll probably see double that on the day. Surely, surely. I'm
0: not having anything on at the twenties. I'm going to wait. All right. Well, uh, is a Route eighty eight got into yeah, third, it, was. Third, it was my huge, man, last week yeah, third huge, place at about huge. 790 or and better the place mm-hmm. so that's um two, it's about the same price as Lockie's to win this week two um <laughs> two Maddies in a row let's try and keep it running i didn't mention this horse but he's got a, a lot of ability from a class point of view if he puts his best hoof forward uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see Riverdance run a big race oh. in the thousand meter race. He just looks over the odds for me com- compared to what his level is and what his ability level is. There's a bit of twenty six dollars available on sport on one of the agencies at the moment for uh, Riverdance. S- zero on the end of that by the time they jump on Saturday. So you reckon? No. Nah. Oh,
2: <laughs> it'll be longer though. It'll definitely be longer.
0: Yeah. So Riverdance is my Maddie uh, on on the weekend on Saturday, blue speck stakes day. So uh, that brings our preview to a close.